podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, the Media Creators Co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBB-radio.com. Another episode of your favorite podcast, the 716th <laughs> Attack Legion that's some, that's some podcast. <laughs> Talk about setting that bar really high. Gaslighting the entire internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, uh, we are the, the your favorite. We know it. Yeah. Um, so on today's yeah, episode, we're going to be talking about a few different topics. Um, primarily, Rebels, Rogue One, and Power Solo. <laughs> Good job, Julian. He's just messing with. Sorry. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. It's fine. It's fine. So, we're gonna start with Rebels, and amazing. On Rebels, um, besides the animation style, because I know how you all feel about it. I don't. I'm not that negative on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm negative on character design, but everything else is fine. Yeah, like no, I, I think like, I hate. I hate how some of the. It's how some of the characters are portrayed. So, I like I said, besides terrible. animation style. Oh, except for the legacy characters that show up. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Besides animation style, uh, what were your thoughts on the pros and cons of the show? Jack, we're going to start with you. Um, Really, the only con I have for the season, or for the series, is, like, season one. Like, I thought it was just super overly goofy and, like, very childish. Like, if you compare it to season one of Clone Wars, like, Clone Wars is, like, it has funny moments, but it's nowhere near the level of, like, goofiness that, like, like, I love, in the later season, I love Ezra and Zeb, but in the first season, they just annoy me a lot. Ezra has got to be the most annoying character ever in the first season. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then, like, to, not to completely cut you off for your idea, but, like, the whole... Uh, the whole season one uh, thing straight up is that they were just like, we're going to make a Star Wars kids show and we're, mm-hmm. it's going to be a sequel to Clone Wars. And it's just nothing in comparison to what yeah. they There had. are a couple gems in there, but I'll let Jack like, finish up. Well, yeah, they had a, yeah, yeah. Jack, we'll, okay, we'll go ahead and then them. we'll talk about those mm-hmm. episodes. The only other thing <clears throat> that I didn't like from the entire show, I hate the spinning Inquisitor's lightsabers. Hate them. I hate that they fly. I think that's <laughs> no, the I think stupidest the, I, thing ever. I don't think the spinning's bad. It's I think this, so bad. I think the, the fact the that they've now... Dumb, they, and also, yeah. I hate that moment in fucking Survivor where the where the fucking, what's her name, jumps over the... The ninth sister? Yeah, that. <laughs> and just, We're going to abstain from spoilers for the game for oh, people true. who that have yet true. to play it. Yeah. That is true. I'm just going to say, light has no mass. So exactly. No yeah, that's... Yeah, like, yeah. They should no not be able to fly. Uh, I, so. I understand the spinning thing that you're saying. The spinning, but the spinning is like a grievous well, thing. Also, like though, the spinning is entirely like a gimmick just to like 
Inquisitors. Because one, the Inquisitors aren't that trained that. themselves. They're supposed to be way shittier than even Vader because they're not supposed to be a threat. And, but also, like, a lot of the Jedi they're hunting are, are not, like, the best Jedi. Weirdly enough, the, all the Jedi that survived Order 66 are not, like, all badasses. They're, yeah, they're not they're all... Padawans. There are a lot of Padawans and broken, like, people <clears throat> and, like, just random Force sensitives that they were hunting. So the, a lot of it's just intimidation, I think. That, last, that's fine. The last thing I don't like... Was Ezra's blaster saber? That shit sucks. Yeah. I hated what? that. That shit sucks. Oh my god, I love it. No, because okay. it was so kid show. Because it's like it shocks him. And yeah, it, 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 oh, it is. Well, out. they they made it goofy. Yeah, like the truth. if it if they didn't go out of their way to make it as goofy as it was, like mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, and and I guess because <clears throat> I'm into the whole like the like replica lightsaber building like stuff and i'm really big on the like installing electronics and the neopixel lightsabers and stuff like that and they have like a live action version of the ezra lightsaber that you can install with neopixel and stuff like and it is fucking awesome like it is so cool last i can imagine that's cool like (laughs) just just like the the live action version so i would love like I, i wish they didn't make it stupid because also it's pretty genius if you think about it like a lightsaber that's combined with a blaster so you're kind of like hot like if you think about it you could be yeah you can only use one no you could you could be hiding yeah, you can only no, use one. Because he had to turn off the blade every time he shot. uses it against the, the, the Grand, Grand Inquisitor because he double blades it. And I think oh, he, has, right, he right. like turns it off, shoots, shoots, and then like, right. goes and then again. Back on. Which, but that the, was a cool concept. Once yeah, they, like, that, that it only works once. It. But Ezra was almost not good enough well, Ezra as a Jedi to effectively goes, use it. He goes, the exact quote was, why didn't I think of that? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think, like, dumb. honestly, I well, I don't, but I don't think it's that dumb. I, I think I it's think pretty it's... genius. And also, like, if I was a Jedi, the theory behind that is, like, if I was trying to hide the fact that I was a Jedi but wanted to keep a lightsaber on me all the time, I'd turn it into a blaster, too, and just, like, whatever. But I have, oh, well, I, I, we'll get to me when it's my turn. Christian, pros and cons. One each. Because you already cons. listed a couple. That's the only reason. I'm, I'm limiting. I would say, like, for first, I'll defend the season one, but I'll agree with Jack on, like, how the negatives of season one is definitely the weakest season, like, by far. Mm-hmm. And even to the point of, like, the music. Like, the music. Like, it's just in, like, we, the worst we, we were doing a rewatch, ever. and. Rich has some opinions. And, on like, the they use random themes where they're not, like, they don't fit thematically. A lot of it is just, like, randomly throwing, like, uh, the, the endless catalog of new Star Wars themes that Disney had just bought, like, in ra- random moments. And then the the later seasons like rebels music is actually like pretty decent like it's pretty good like i think all the animated shows actually are pretty solid uh yeah, like they're, scores they're... for the most part bad batch clone wars all of them uh, and i think once you get Love later and i think but the first season of rebels doesn't because it's just it's using good scores it's, but it's using cheapened versions it's literally of, just it's taking famous scores. scores that are misplaced often yeah it's just yeah. taking segments of like your favorite pieces of Star Wars music, mm-hmm. and they're being like, "Let's just throw it over this scene," and it totally yeah. doesn't fit. It's totally random. It's it's like it's almost this is like somebody went on um, like royaltyfreemusic.net and just picked like a bunch <laughs> yeah. of music that doesn't fit and throws it in there because they're like, "It's Star Wars music. It'll work," and it just doesn't. Yeah. It you mean like our work. opening? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> in terms of the animation style, I'll do just a How dare quick you? on that. I took a while to find that music. <laughs> uh, really I won't kidding. like talk about the animation style too much. Uh, like I said, because I think uh, it's not that bad, but it just in comparison to the Clone Wars animation style is special, even beyond just like having it be like a Star Wars thing. Like I think that animation style is genuinely like a really uh, like special, like kind of innovative like style that's like lived. And I, there's a reason that like they brought it back, and now so and now it seems so to be like good. the official like medium of Star Wars animation seemingly is going to be like I they're they're doing season three of Bad Batch, which I think Rebels and Bad Batch are actually kind of like structurally Very similar. similar. 
um, in terms of, like, the dynamic, at least. Because at least from Clone Wars, which is very, like, three arcs at a time, two arc, one episode. And then it's obviously, like, there's common characters you follow. Whereas this is, like, a family that you're following. And I do like that aspect of this. And that's one thing that I think they nailed the best is the – I don't think, like – any, there are a couple, I don't know, is there, like, a standout, like, character on, like, the main cast for any, like, what's your standout character of the main, like, six? Like, like who's your, like, everyone's favorite? Chopper. Like, but I, but I actually Chopper. Besides, besides, besides Chopper, Chopper, yeah. Chopper's kind of, like, everyone's favorite, but, Zeb. like, beyond, Zeb's I a love good choice. Like, I think, I, I like Zeb, and, and. But <clears throat> for different reasons, mm-hmm. I, I mean. But I think this is, it's just a very natural, like, family dynamic. Um, that, yeah. Like, so even if, like. There are episodes that you don't um, that because there is a decent amount of filler in Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, the first I, season, they do especially they except do for like the Empire Day yeah. episode. But they did a good job of making you like just like Bad Batch as well, actually, like of make you care about the dynamics between the characters and care about them as like a group. And uh, and obviously that they really gets good like towards season four where they're able to actually like pull on those like strings and like yeah. the, those relationships like really well. Uh, in terms of negatives. I don't know. Just I think Thrawn, for like a most part, is a little bit negative. Um, but I think only like when it was coming out, though. I think if that was like because for a while, like there was no idea that Thrawn was gonna come back, like in live action, like we know now. So for a while, it was like, okay, is this like Thrawn's only addition to like the new canon? Because obviously there was de- he was decanonized and bringing him back yeah. at all yeah. was like. And also, Once I think again, Dave Filoni just... yeah. And even then, like there are p- parts of Rebels that uh. I think, like, the, when you're near, at the again, same thing with Bad Batch. When you're at the main story of Rebels, which is, uh, when they go to, like, the Jedi, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll pick this. When they go to the Thal stuff, I think is really, especially once you get later on, but anything in the Jedi Temple on the Thal is, like, almost, is, like, per, is like really, really good Star Wars. And I'm talking, like, even season one, like, when they first go Weird to the Master Temple. Yoda. Weird Master Yoda. That's a good episode beyond the fucking atrocious Yoda model. <laughs> like, like, other than that, though. It is. Uh, but I'll let, yeah, I'll let someone else. There's, I could go off into I think tangents all over Rebels the, all over the place, but yeah, I'll yeah, let somebody else move I, I on. I think, like, I've got, <clears throat> I think my biggest con on the whole show is that every single character is completely unlikable in the first season except for Hera. Like, I just hate all of them. They're all annoying. They're all really aggravating. Like, Kanan is just a dickhead to everybody. Um, like it's just like yeah. I really like he's he treats he, first he's a little forced <clears throat> some of the relationships yeah I mean and then like and they're a little stereotypical Sabine Sabine doesn't like I mean, she's a cool character but she doesn't do like anything no she doesn't get them. anything to do for the first two seasons for really. like for the first two seasons she's just completely they useless kind of and then like, even in even in seasons three and four like she gets a little bit more but it's really not like actually well, I, the I, I particularly stuff. like her in three and four actually i, I, I think I'll she gets i think she gets there, a lot better but the mandalore stuff the mandalore stuff is good but i think the dark saber stuff is particularly um, and but yeah. even but even like i like i've said this in the previous podcast before i like the the dynamic that she has with Ezra. Ezra. Like well, yeah, final. I think I like the, the partnership because they're like almost like grow up into like a leadership role, like in the group. Yeah, I like in that final season. Yeah, but I just think like like season one, Ezra is just annoying. Yeah, He's yeah, so I, mean, I think most people agree with and that. And like Zeb is well, Zeb's I mean pretty likable, but I mean even into season two and then even into season three, his motivation for almost everything is he's just. He just, like, doesn't want to do anything with them, ever. They are always like, hey, Zeb, let's go do this thing. And he's always, his his typical thing that they always have him do is he's like, oh, this is why I hate like working grumpy with you guys. Com- like, he's like a grumpy league, old yeah. man through, like, all of it. Mm-hmm. And that's, it just makes it really difficult to watch. But then, 
But then, like, season three happens, and you get into, like, Kanan actually becomes, like, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, yeah, I kind of like him now. I mean, yeah, and... there is very much two halves of Rebels. Yeah, the sense. first two seasons are really... And, like, 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 again, like, first two seasons of Clone Wars are hard to get through. Mm-hmm. The first two seasons of Rebels... Even when Ahsoka comes in, like every time Ahsoka's on, I'm like, oh my god, this is awesome. And she's then, not around too much. And, and then she's not well, around too much. But then, other than that, it's like it's like painstakingly two, difficult right? to get no, through the first two seasons. One, you had something in season one. Season one. I, I, I had a. I he had a re- he recently things. rewatched it, so. Um, I you know I, I just it watched time, it actually. and I watched it with him and, and and I think you guys have it all pretty good run. I, I every time like anybody blew their nose in the first season, they're like dun 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 dun, and then they're yes. using like the Luke and Leia theme in totally wrong places. Like so Ezra, stuff like that annoyed like... me. And I agree with everybody's things. The funny thing, I have a theory about Rebels. I feel like whoever it was that green lighted it called in Dave Filoni and said, "Listen, we need you to do this like kid show." He's like, okay. And he did a kid show. And as soon as they weren't looking, he just said, fuck it. I'm bringing back Thrawn. I'm just going to, I'm stuck with this animation style. I'm going to try to make it better. Mm-hmm. But they're not paying attention to me anymore. So I'm just going to, like, make the show that I wanted to make. And then he just started and tying I, up Clone Wars Because Because after the first, by the end of the first season, it's totally turning into really just a continuation of Clone Wars. Um, at least in some ways. Yeah. In some ways. Well, yeah, I mean, they get Rex and... and, and I, I, season two, season two. That's, that's yeah. why, like, I really think, like, they didn't even realize that he changed it. That he changed the, like, like what the show was. Because then it got really deep. Like, it got really, really, really good. Like, especially when they had, like, the... No, you know yeah. the creatures and all this stuff, and Tom Baker shows up and like yeah, there's tons like, of weird like shit that I love in where it's like Bendu or between like worlds. Bendu, so like when I lawyer. as soon as they had Bendu, like and it was Tom <laughs> Baker, and I'm like, oh, Tom Baker's here. So like I, you know, they, oh, they oh, had but me also enthralled. like not only just bringing back like Ahsoka and the clones, but also like Hondo shows up yeah, randomly he, for say, one love, episode no, no, no. in season like, one. I love Hondo, and then he comes back and he's good friends. At least I think we were friends. Yeah, exactly. He's just like. Like One all at the a time. Weird references, that, but he doesn't say anybody by name. Like it's yeah. kind of cool that he never says like Anakin or he doesn't say Obi Wan. Yeah. Like he, yeah, he's he like, just kinda, I was friends with I the was Jedi. A friends with the Jedi. At least I think we were friends. Like it's yeah. just great. Like yeah. it's really really good. Mm-hmm. It's know? just so. Yeah. I would say yeah. next question. You listed some pros. Or we, I listed my cons. Listed that I did. Cons. Yeah, we all listed. You cons. listed. Well, you listed a couple pros, Bendu and stuff like that. You piggybacked off of Rich. Yeah. So what real pros then? Independent thought. Do you have in regards to rebels? Like what? Ezra becomes really cool in the last two seasons. It, yeah. Season like, three, he get like mm-hmm. his 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 character just becomes like he's like annoying as he's like honestly he's like Ahsoka. Yeah. Ahsoka in the movie is the most annoying character ever, and then she, he like magically has this amazing. And character you think arc. they're gonna like draw out this like dark side arc for like the inside? Like that's what they start season three with because of the, this flirt flirting with like the, the Sith holocron and stuff. And yeah. you think they're gonna draw it out and probably take too long. But they don't. They just do the first two episodes. Kanan then rocks up and then is like the Kanan that he is for the rest of the series, which is like yeah. one of the coolest Jedi I just, like in the series also of Star Wars in general. favorite things I've been seeing all over like TikTok and stuff is Freddie Prince Jr. just absolutely shitting on he Star, Wars. Star Wars. He hates Star Wars now. He hates Star Wars. I don't so think funny. he hates Star Wars. I think he hates Star Wars he fans. Hates Star Wars yeah, fans. Yeah, well, yeah, he true, hates yeah. Star Wars fans. So yeah. mm-hmm. I would hate Star Wars those, fans too. No, I, they weren't like Yeah, us. that's fine. Yeah, for like, those who, It's understandable. For those who don't and I'm just going to give a quick recap. He basically said, fuck you to all the Star Wars fans. It was like, it's for kids. 
Fucking deal with it. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. He said, he quoted Han no, Solo. No, that's not a real said, argument. He, he, what? I mean, just the, I, I hate the, it's not, it's for kids art because that's like, there is still like, like quality, you know what I mean? I'm like over summarizing what he's saying. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not, he, but he's like, George Lucas told me this, Dave Filoni told me this, so fuck you, this is what it is. <laughs> Take it for what it is. Um, now, y'all listed your pros and cons. Yeah, what um, do you got? I got some, I got some nice ones. I, first of all, bring him Maul back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Maul Again, back as I old master, just, I'm I was like, yes. And then they had to come up. Well, then, and then also they were like, fuck, we're going to do Clone Wars season seven. We got to figure yeah. out how it he took you forever to realize who, who that was. What? <laughs> it took you forever to realize who that was in that episode. No, it did. Yes, it did. It took you a little so, bit. It, it took you a little bit. So, You're like, so, so bring him all like, back. Yeah. Sam Whitaker. Sam, Sam Whitwer. Yeah. I love Sam Whitwer. 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 And Whitwer. somehow Maul. Let him have a live back. action role in something. I don't know. He's a fantastic Maul. He's a fantastic voice actor. I think yeah. he, he Being a guy doesn't shit on Star Wars fans. Uh, we need to bring back <laughs> Starkiller. We do. We do. Um, but I love that, it, it, which I don't think people realize, um, well, rather not that some people, but the casual fan doesn't realize is that a lot of the um, animation style and character design and everything was based off of Ralph McQuarrie's original concept. That's yeah, all, that's Darth, one of why I get Darth a lot Vader's of design is hands down my favorite Darth Vader design, especially in mm-hmm. that show. Like I said, he just it, looks so good. And that's more where a lot of the casual fans come in. Like Zeb's design was originally Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, a little bit more hairy, but essentially it was Zeb. Yeah, it's a retweet. Chopper yeah. was yeah. R2. Mm-hmm. Um, the Yoda design, <laughs> laugh. Oh, which, which, yeah, the, the terrible Yoda was actually like a nod to that because if you look at the concept, mm-hmm. that's how Yoda looked originally. That's probably the only one that I didn't like. That we didn't really. I need thought it was a little weird. It was back. just a weird. I was like, no, nah, you could have well, gone with Clone Wars style. I think it the was... thing about the thing about that is like if you're gonna, because we already know what Yoda looks like. Like we've never met Zeb. We've never seen Chopper. Like we've never seen that. And Darth Vader looks similar enough to Darth Vader, but. Like, to almost completely redesign Yoda to match but the original thing, just give us a new character. What I was thinking about this as I was rewatching, because I can just do that, because it's great, um, is that Ezra's vision of Yoda is what it, – it's not really the Yoda that we know. It's, it's the Yoda that Ezra thinks that he's seeing, because the way they describe him. Ezra's never met Yoda. He's he was re- still alive at that. No, I view he's that he's still alive. I view that I view ghost. that as a like a. I actually I have a different interpretation of that, but I'll let you finish. I just think it's like Ezra's vision that the Force grants him mm-hmm. is based off of descriptions and everything that has been given to him through other people's experiences. I think with I'll say tell you why I think you're wrong because that temple. First off, that temple is the world between worlds temple. It's so. Like, I think there's a weird, like, connection. That is a strong-ass, like, force vector. Like, one, if not, like, one of the strongest in the series is there. Also, they go back in the second season with Ahsoka, and Ahsoka, like, literally waves to Yoda. So she, it's, yeah, it's very, it's very clearly, a, it's very that, clearly but... a link. And I, I view it more as, and I think this is almost better, that Yoda, even on Dagobah, because Dagobah is also a force vector as well. It's a dark side um, nexus, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a level of yeah, but I think uh, there's also a level of. I think, a good I think you can. There. I think you can channel like the force, even if it's like one way or the other, and then kind of use it in a certain sense. That's just my um, like whatever opinion. But yeah. I imagine it's more than just dark side there as well. But, but I don't know. He's like, he's like directly talking with. I almost view that as, and even in like there was that Star Killer like thing, uh, like in like. Mm. 
uh, Force Unleashed Force 2, Unleashed 2 which is like, it, I know that's not canon anymore, but I almost like this kind of idea that maybe even if Yoda's not, like, you know, individually helping, like, every, like, Jedi out there, like, maybe he's at least, like, kind of keeping an eye on things, like, in a way. I don't like know. Like a watcher standpoint? Yeah, like, he's just at least trying to see, like, what the Jedi are doing. Like, he's on this vector. I don't know what Yoda's powers are, like, but necessarily from there. But obviously, there's at least some interaction between Ezra and Yoda, and they've never met, which is... In, I don't know, which I, I understand, like, that level. So it is interesting that the Force grants him, like, access to, right. like, the Grand Master of the fucking Jedi Order, well, like, over on Dagobah. will show him a lot. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he could, he's still continuing training, you know? Yeah. That's and I, that Ahsoka moment where, like, Ahsoka sees Yoda is actually, like, a very quick and it's very, very nice little moment. So, especially with they the talk? No, I think, the... no, I, no, they're leaving. The temple's, like, starting to collapse because the... The what's called the Inquisitors thought, are there, thought, and then she turns around and uh, and she just sees like Yoda's like a uh, kind of figure. Maybe there. maybe I'm wrong because I haven't watched it in a while, but mm -hmm. I thought that like when Ezra goes in, when Ezra and Kanan go into the temple, because yeah, all three of them she have a sees thing. Yoda at the beginning and they talk for a minute. I don't think so. Maybe I think I'm she wrong. just sees him at the end. I, oh no no no. Kanan talks to Yoda. Okay, so in the first right. season, he, so, he, he's just in his head. He doesn't actually get to see Yoda, but he does talk to yeah, Kanan. He does. Well. He, does he does talk to him because he gets locked outside the. So where, I think yes, it's yes. more. I think it's more of a, a of a weird vector that's like can. I just think they contact him far away. I think it's plain and simple. They just gave him a bad design. Next question. Yeah. yeah so, um, but pros and cons. Yeah. Um, I think pros though overall. I like how it evolved. I, like we said, the music that was a big a big thing. Um, God. I mean, every, every season is better than the last, so. I think, yeah, it, it progressively gets better. It does get better. Um, So, my my I liked the Ralph McQuarrie design style. Mm -hmm. um, That's why that, I give a lot of it a pass. Um, I like that they brought in the clones. Mm -hmm. Can I interrupt you real quick? No. Okay. My cons <laughs> are... No, no, Jack. <laughs> Keep going. Let's turn to dominance. The the cons that I have with it are the biggest one I think I have is just how I read a lot of the uh, legends continuity. What? Yeah. What did I do, Jack? I no, don't know. They're just they're just making each other laugh now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think it has to do with you now. I think they're just just keep going. Just, We're good. They're just doing what they usually do at the beginning. They just decided to do it like a half hour in this time. We're only like twenty <laughs> minutes in. We're not gonna have an hour. I'm sorry, Jack's face is just the funniest shit I've ever seen. Anyway, <laughs> um, the the, the right, legend hold stuff. together, people. Let's go. Yeah, the great. legend stuff that they bring in is. Uh, to me, the depiction is visualizations and stuff. Mm -hmm. The the like the Nogri, uh, Rook. Is, oh yeah, Rook. Yeah. I don't mm -hmm. like how they they did the animation for him because when I read Heir to the Empire mm -hmm. and they get the descriptions, it's a whole different thing. Um, it was more besides the animation. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're right. I did don't say besides the animation. I did you say besides dare that. Use my own spells against me. <laughs> um, to praise the animation. pros. <laughs> the pros though. Um. I like the character development for Ezra. Yeah, um, so I like Ezra's blaster lightsaber, yeah, and sick. I like how they make him a what's the word? Um, Pissant person. No, an orthodox yeah. style of Jedi. Because you're you're mm -hmm. you're, scra you're scavenging for parts in, re in a rebellion, and you get to see how it grows through. Yeah. Everything. Well, the, the first oh. lightsaber does re is like reflective of like Ezra the as a character, oh, yeah, his I personality, have... and the street rat. Like, 
I love the Aladdin mm-hmm. like kind of thing that's always that's often been no that's literally a thing yeah. that people always have but like the, the first episode of like Ezra I think is like there's an actual like purposeful like connection to like Aladdin weirdly enough and I have a I have one more con that I think everybody might agree with mm-hmm. and it's and it may and honestly my probably comes off of the idea that the, it's it's a kids show but like it's set in a time where the Jedi are like extinct and if I'm being honest they do a lot of fucking Jedi stuff in public. Like they go out and they do a lot of Jedi stuff. To be fair, that whole the idea of like the mysticism of like the Jedi and then being forgotten—that's never worked in any level of since the prequels. That has never worked. Like, like the twenty-year gap in the middle is not enough for the Jedi to become mythology. Like, you can look at any like real-world history of how like things become mythology. Well, I think that's why they created the Inquisitors. Was and and again, there's no way that like if the Jedi were a little bit more niche of like a thing within the like Republic, that would have been like one thing and i know there's not like a lot of them so maybe nobody ever met a jedi but like people watch the news and there was and that's like a that's a whole aspect well, that's, a thing. that's literally a thing all right like if you watch like the talk. original trilogy like one of the big like things behind the scenes is anakin was like by propaganda was like one of the most well-known jedi in the galaxy purposefully because they wanted to make him big up so when they said he was dead and the jedi like killed him that they could use him as like like they so not only were they using like the greatest the literal physical hero. being yeah. of anakin to like betray the jedi but they also used his image to betray the jedi so well. what i don't like about um so people know the Jedi. Twenty years to forget it is not does not make sense. Yeah. The, is the character change in regards to attributes like costumes and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that? Like, would you look at Anakin? And it's not an animation style; it's a costume change, so mm-hmm. it's different. He's got the old Repu- like he's got the Jedi logo on his robes all of a sudden. I'm like, oh, what the hell? Oh yeah, is that? that's, that's so like. Mm-hmm. But Jack, that's now dumb. that I got my thoughts out, you can say what you wanted to say. Three other people didn't jump in. <laughs> Uh, but I hardly ever get a chance to talk. One of sometimes. my uh, one of my favorite parts of um, Splinter Rebels. <laughs> Sorry guys, he's got a Jedi one Splinter. One of my favorite part of Rebels, and it's so minute, but like in the the last season, in the last last arc, when everyone's coming together, mm-hmm. and when Ezra calls on the wolves, and Gregor's the like, wolves. "Wolf, you got your pack back," and I'm like, <laughs> "Tears, tears." So I was actually gonna mention that further down. But I, I, I got a couple it. I gotta throw in. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, like, okay. yeah, it's, yeah. I got a couple that are I think funny. First of all, it drives me crazy that Mon Motha only has one outfit for yeah, 40 He fucking years. hates that. Fucking like hates. she she has like a white dress with like, with a little, like various necklace necklaces. Thing, yeah. They and changed like, it slightly she, in Andor. Yeah, but it's yeah, really not she wears, though. She wears uh, 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 no, uh, like, a cream colored dress. Yeah, she's Andor. Andor, <laughs> she's got, she has a lot of costumes. On Andor. Andor, she's got a lot of fucking They do the Padme thing. But like, but like on the uh, Rebels, like, the first time she rolls up, I'm like, is she wearing the costume from Return of the Jedi? Like, is that, yeah, she's got one. Exactly. Maybe she ran away and that was, she was like Gilgan's Island. They only had one outfit that she could bring with them. That's her, uh, um, that's her Rebel disguise. But, Honestly, but, when Mom shows up in Rebels, she's pretty good. Like, yeah, yeah. You like, know what I really like on the show, though, is I like, um, I like the ship designs. Oh, um, the ghost. We haven't even talked yeah, about I, the ghost. The ghost is, cool. is a great ship. I like um, the way it works. I like mm-hmm. that it's kind of Millennium Falcony yep. from the same, you know, whatever. It's a Corellian freighter. Corellian freighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, but I also like the way when they're fighting kind of the whatever, the, that the ships aren't like full-size Star Destroyers very often. They're the smaller ships 
which makes to me like is more practical. Especially in the earlier seasons, the yeah, lightweight like, freighters, light yeah, like, freighters right, and uh, right. Gazantes and stuff like that. Well, um, like you get to see it with the what Phoenix Squadron. Yep. Yeah. yeah where he's like, he's like, yeah, I got a star destroyer. They're like, that's not a star destroyer. <laughs> and, and, and then the, the only other real complaint, the only other complaint I think about is that like I was saying this to Christian, we were watching it. I'm like, like um, Hera and Kane, and I'm like. They're clearly a couple, but for why can't we like? It's like it was like watching the Brady Bunch, but we never saw like you know the husband and wife like spend any time together because then ooh, but that was. But I will say, when they finally get to the end of it, there are some heartbreaking moments. Yeah. Oh my and, god! And, and yeah. you Season like it rips so your heart fucking... out, and for animation, it's done incredibly well. So. Like, you know. Those the, the, I will say the final like that final like five episode run maybe six episode run of Rebels from, from oh like the Kanan well actually to the the episode before the the Kanan episode obviously and then the run after that just like like that's there's li- very little Star Wars I think that's like honestly that's like well, not, even, it's not quite like the finale of Clone Wars quality those couple episodes but it's like it's getting there like but it's, when it's they kind come of up when there. they come back from that last mission with Ahsoka when so she disappears. Mm-hmm. And like, there's they even put a little thing in where like Rex is, you know, like he doesn't say anything, but he's like he's looking for Ahsoka, and there's like a sadness in his face. Obviously, they off camera or off Mm -hmm. off off drawing, they explained (laughs) to him well she's gone Mm -hmm, because at that point we all they all think she's gone. So so I like that there's there's some really she's not. Yeah, like there's there's consequences to Twilight of the Apprentice. Within that content, within that context, it's. I just like the way they really ad- they address things. Even the one episode, like they spun a whole episode pissed when they found out Kanan's dead. So like, they don't just go rolling up. Well, here we go. Epi- there's the next episode. For those right. of you, you who know. don't follow us on Instagram, all of us went to go see the re-release of uh, <laughs> Return of the Jedi at theaters, and me and Julian both in the movie theater were like, "It's Rex!" When uh, he yep. came on screen. Oh, the white bearded dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't never supposed thing. to be Rex. Mind, yeah. They were just like, "Eh, let's make it a thing." He's it's Rex, a fan. Man. It's a fan it's, thing that we it's confirmed. A it's a fan. Um, well, no, it's, so you yeah, mentioned well, it's a fan Ahsoka thing that is now canon. Yeah. Yeah. They made so you mentioned Ahsoka. So do you guys believe? And this is a real quick yes or no. Yeah. Um, do you believe that Ahsoka was brought into the show because the initial ratings for the show were so bad? Hundred percent. No. No, I doubt that. Because in really in 2016. Disney XD had 1.2 million viewers on Rebels. I think they brought Ahsoka in to bring in the Clone Wars fandom. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, think it's because yeah. the viewership was down. I think it yeah, was just care. was to bring in Clone Wars watchers. Yeah, Disney has not once reacted to like things not doing well, like in Star Wars. Clearly, they haven't done a single. Lucasfilm sequels. hasn't reacted to a single thing not doing well besides Solo, which just made them kill doing movies at all. Which like was, I said, they which made was also sequels. the wrong conclusion to make from that, which is dumb. We haven't had a movie in like years because of that. Uh, we'll, we'll get like, to that. We'll get to that later on. But yeah, I did research, and they had a good viewership. I think it was just to bring in Clone Wars. Okay, because yeah, I don't think there was any doubt. My perception of it was that she was brought in solely because. It wasn't doing it for fans. I would imagine that that's a. I mean, she literally gets introduced at the end of the first season. They don't. I like, think Filoni. That's Filoni's like, the the It's Filoni's yeah. favorite character, and she was always. Yeah, I don't think there was ever any doubt. He was going to do it in the first episode, in, but he was going to bring but, her. I imagine that's like a bullshit along. thing for the people that were yeah. initially like mad they changed yeah. the animation style. Like, well, they had to bring Ahsoka back yeah. now. It's like, just, no, that's not what Ben so did. That was just my perception. Perception's not always reality, but that was my perception. Julian, you said yes. Does that change your opinion based off of what Jack was saying? No, I mean, like, it... I understand where, you, like, I get it, but I, I think also, like, it's different. Like, I didn't watch, 
I didn't watch Clone Wars. Oh, I watched, well, that's not true. I watched Clone Wars when it, when it was on TV, but I did not watch Rebels when it was on TV, so I didn't, like, but if I, I, I feel like, <clears throat> maybe it's just the way I watch shows, but, like, I could not ever sit down and watch Rebels one episode a week. There's no way I would quit halfway through. Yeah, that's, and, but I only get over the final season. But if they brought Ahsoka so. back, I would have been like, okay, I'll watch and find out what she does next. But she's barely in the second season. Even. Well, so exactly, it's not like so. I would but, agree with you if she was like shoehorned into every episode yeah, of next and so season. You know, but she's in. Different. I can I can tell you what she how many episodes she's in now. She's in five episodes of the next season. Like uh, there's of a twenty two episodes. Yeah, twenty two. It season. might it might be six. I think she's in the premiere when we see when she senses Vader. She's at the Jedi Temple. She fights off some Inquisitors. And she's in the finale. Oh, by the way, no, that I mean, episode's amazing. Yeah, when, no, the, yeah. when she saves them all from that because yeah, every they, time they, they get the wrong great. baby, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> to be fair, all those episodes of Soka's in are actually really, really good, they especially really when good. she like senses Vader for the first time, like from the when she's like in the ghost and she senses him in the Tie oh, Fighter. Yeah. That scene is so stupid too. So when bad. Vader just fucking obliterates like so twenty eight. Apprentice wings. lives. Like yeah. So nearly destroys the fleet. <laughs> My perception was that she was brought in because I also didn't watch it because I didn't have yeah. cable and stuff growing up. It wasn't a thing that I had readable access to, so I binge-watched the hell out of it when yeah, it became on streaming I... services. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, now that you've seen it all and you've seen the characters grow and um, you've seen the show prosper from what it was to what it became with the world between worlds as well as uh, crew of the ghost and every and all things rebels what do you think of ezra and kanan's relationship do you think that is a master and apprenticeship that could have existed during the age of the jedi order no 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 well, that's kanan, the point that's why their relationship works people don't even like focus on how unique of a this is like a good i don't even news you guys might be familiar with this but like a lot of the ideas are are uh Especially, like, the Sith idea, and this was, like, the Anakin thing of, like, that if you, like, love so much that, like, that could be used against you. And, like, you can, like, almost use the fear of, like, losing that love to, like, you know, fall. And then Kanan, for whatever reason, just rocks up. And Kanan is, like, the – and I guess, like, even, like, Cal Kestis actually is kind of like this as well. But Kanan, like, like, obviously abandons, like, the ideas of the Jedi for a while, and he kind of only wakes up to it and, like, kind of relets it, like – consume him and he really does it once he loses his uh, eyesight obviously but first when he lets Ezra in but he's just able to like he's like almost like the perfect like Jedi especially by like where he's able to use the love and still be a Jedi which is like not a typical thing when we're taught a lot of the time that and I know that there's a little bit of gray with like with Jedi caring for each other and stuff like that but he's like fully like he loves Hera he loves like he loves like the little family and he's not and it doesn't he, I don't even think he ever like flirts with the dark side. No. There's not a moment of like so he's he's not corrupted in that weird way, and that's also kind of the teacher Ezra needs too. Yeah, um, I think they. Oh, sorry. Especially ahead. in a new era that's not where there's no Jedi Order and the rules are gone, and a lot of the rules that there were in place led to what's gone now, like with the, why there is no Jedi now, like. Yeah. Go, so, no, go ahead, Julian. Well, I think that's like the good. I I I, I think I, I really do like that. Uh, again, aside, like I said, Kanan is, in my opinion, he's just. I, I, I fucking hate him in the first season. I, I, he is such a hateable character in the first season, and it's because they just forced him to be a dick. But coming off mm-hmm. of season two, three, and four, There's it's a couple like, forced character things in season one. Yeah. But yeah, but For they plot, were just yeah. like, hey, these are the people. And then you get into like the actually deep dive into their characters, and I think like they really tried to make him an example of like what can happen 
if you, you know, like what can happen to a Jedi who does have attachments, but also is like, just has the common sense not mm -hmm. to be an idiot like Anakin. Like, not to say that Anakin's <laughs> like a terrible dude, but like Anakin's an idiot. Well, like, because again, I texted everybody, like, everything in episode three could have very easily well, been Anakin's solved. Anakin's overconfident. Kanan's very underconfident. Right. And it would have, like, like, and I think that's why, that's why they go ahead and make mm -hmm. him such an example of, like, he is like the mm -hmm. perfect Jedi. He can have the attachments that he wants. Well, even Ahsoka is basically the same way. She yeah. has her attachments and everything like that, too. But. Like, like, like I said, and I said this in the group chat with episode three, like the conclusion of episode three is that the entire movie would have been resolved yeah. and could have been figured out a lot better had they just said, if had Anakin just been to like Obi-Wan, hey, I'm, I'm married to Padme and she's pregnant and we need to figure out what's going on here. Like they would have helped him aside from Mace Windu, who is just like, well, Obi-Wan even you knows, suck. like even you if know? you look at the novelization and oh then like God. a lot exactly. of other things, so, like, the, well, they the, should have put that scene in the movie. The, the. Rabbit oh, holes, guys. Scene, rabbit holes. Scene. Yeah, rabbit holes. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Where going out Padme of... is so good. Yeah. Ra rabbit holes. They've alluded to it, though. So. Um, but, so yeah. the Clone Wars thing did a, kind of fills in for that. With that Tell one Padme I said hi. That's a, that kind of is all we need. We don't need more. With That kind of is like, we. that's good. Like, so do you yeah. look at Ezra and Kanan then as father-son or brothers? That's, I think that's father-son. Yeah, because they allude to a lot of mom dad stuff with Hera and Kanan. Yeah, that, yeah, I think that's very much what the. Yeah, I think that's a good is. way of putting yeah. it. I guess. I mean, it's or like know. uncle nephew. I never really. Considered that's how it. I would see more of it, like that. Is like, like you're close, really, but like you know your parentage. I, I mean, never really not, got like, like yeah. a like that like a family level connection from them. Like I thought it was. Yeah, they seem like, like friends. Yeah, they seem like best master friends. apprentice friendship. Got it. Yeah, they seem like best friends. So. Um, thoughts on Thrawn? Yay or nay? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I loved him in the show. I think he's mostly good. I just think that, um, it, oh, it's just because the name, like, I'm not going to go too far. But, uh, I just, like, because even, like, the, I like the even season three where they let him go. I think a lot of people got pissed off, but they, they kept letting him go. But, no, he's trying to, like, he, it's that's Thrawn. He's, like, he wants to catch everyone at the same time, which he would have done. Except for the giant force being the purgle, no, not even not purgle, no, 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 fucking the Bendu Bendu. first. He gets fucked over twice by force shit. Like <laughs> both plans <laughs> only fail, so because, <laughs> because in the finales of both seasons. So you're an emperor in Rome and Thrawn. I'm in the in middle because I think middle. there's because I because I know the the okay, the legends and like there are just so many better like more you know like definitive acts of like you know genius from Thrawn yeah. like from the legends well stuff. I think that's what we'll probably see but that's so, what we're going to get like in the Ahsoka and in the movie that Julian the villain in. I, I think he's pretty fucking good mm -hmm. I, I think like like finally Perfect like voice. like he comes in and you're just like okay thank god like this is some and for me I mean even like he kind of perfect casting by the way yeah perfect casting but his his plot line is like what sort of saves the show for me like if it wasn't for him, if they had not done his, end. if they had not done his storyline, the show would be pointless to me. Right. Like he really makes the whole thing. So you're definitely a thumbs up guy. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, there's like he raises like, the stakes. Certainly. Yeah, exactly. Like, and he actually a, like puts a them. Fan. He actually like puts them. Like again, the first two seasons and even the very beginning of season three, they just don't like mm. they 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 kind of like. They do sort of what the Mandalorian does. They go and they do like a one episode thing, and mm -hmm. then they turn around and they're always like they're always doing the same thing. They're always taking down an empire base. Or they're always taking down this, or they're doing this, but they don't like do anything major that like impacts the universe. And then Thrawn shows up, and everything gets very real for them really fast. Mm -hmm. And it's like everybody's got to get really cool about some shit really quickly. And that's sort of what he does. And he actually brings those characters out and like brings their personalities out a lot more, trying to get to him. Right. So I, I think it's yeah, he, he's well, he's really good character. So I read the books. 
Um, well, so you keep mentioning like thumbs up, thumbs down. I feel like you're a thumbs down kind of guy. No, I'm just saying I read the books uh, before I watched Rebels for Legends, mm-hmm. so I had an idea of who Thrawn was going into this. Um, watching Rebels and then listening to the new Timothy Zahn, um, well, you could go re- or read, um, Thrawn trilogy with Ascendancy and all of them. Um, I'm going to say thumbs up. I, I think okay. Thrawn is – Thrawn serves a purpose to show that the Empire is not just Vader and the Emperor mm-hmm. and, Mo- and uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. It's, it's like, yeah. nah, bro, like there's some great strategic minds in play. And though even though everybody else pretty much sucks and isn't competent, mm-hmm. such as um, Callus and Governor Price and all of them, yeah, um, it's like, yeah, we the Rebels kept getting away. But, like, Thrawn's like, no, I w- I'm letting them go. I'm giving mm-hmm. them the line. It's like when you go fishing. You you let the line out a little bit to see if you can catch in, you know, either one entire amount or catch the bigger fish. Yeah. Because to quote Qui-Gon. There's, there's some, there's some neat stuff with Thrawn. Con- we should argue about a conspiracy or two. There, the the show. There's, there's a lot of neat stuff with Thrawn because I think the level mm-hmm. of, like, like, like what he does with the culture, with – um. With, um, oh, the, yeah, because the, the, that's like his... The Twilight culture. And that's, and like, and that's the thing them. that's yeah, from the like, Legends book where he would literally study the cultures of other races and then he would yeah. like dissect their battle plan so, like, through when you, the when knowledge of their culture. So when he's in his office and he's got like, all that cool shit in his office because he knows his enemies and the people that he... Because mm-hmm. he knows how to manipulate them based on it's their own culture. Too. Like, a, he has so to just really, for a really like, well-written yeah. villain. That's well, what I mean. And, and again... Very I just know how much better again, be. I'm not saying this... And his stuff is really good. And again, and my going back to my point, they couldn't have brought Thrawn in right away. No. Because yeah, there's no way, like, that... <laughs> that a Grand Admiral's not going to come in. He's a little... You can't be a bad guy in a little kid show until you realize it's not a little kid show. I feel the same way about the Mando versus. Like, they're building up to the same like they're yeah. doing the same thing as all of this stuff is building oh, up yeah, to the Thrawn sure. fight and yeah. you're like and again because he is such a big bad like mm-hmm. for him to just come in randomly would make no sense he's such a prominent villain yeah. like he's he really is one of like the better villains I mean he's one of the ori- he's the original heir to the like, heir to the like literally the original yeah. heir to the Empire well, like, the, original, what Christian the said original threat is, after the, the original Empire what Christian said is like he would have won yeah he would yeah. have won like, like he would have beaten yeah. them multiple times if if the force without like create, and it also like Ezra's very in the second time Ezra's very very specific um, force ability, which is like animal like a uh, like animal touch, friendship. Animal that touch, is animal actually friendship. The animal friendship. Yeah, that is animal ability, friendship. Ability, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, do, like, um, I love his I love reaction with give, the whales. Yeah. The like Thrawn's reaction the with the whales is like, mm-hmm. oh come on, like it just you got to like they animated him like, well, how the hell should I? How could I have possibly thought of that? Like he the thought, like he, great, but, yeah. like but I it, love special. Yeah. The whales, by the like way, are really freaking cool concept in fi- in sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, obviously, there's other things that are like that in sci-fi, but the use of the whales and that that whole thing and space the way, whales. yeah, they, they know, got they got a. It's really it's from, very and, and I and I hyper, and I'm and I watch a lot of different types of sci-fi's and I like and I really like that. Yeah, can we talk about one thing very quickly? You think the actually? I just wanted an opinion. I don't mean you have to argue about it. And I think we might have talked about this before. I'm not sure though. For the Ahsoka getting pulled out from the World Between Worlds, and because this is going that to was be, where I was going next. The, okay, we're okay then. Good, World then. Between Worlds was next. Okay, World Between Worlds is next because that's the most significant addition to canon from the show. Uh, it's the most probably. Okay, so I guess here's the question: Is Ahsoka's always meant? to be pulled out of the portal like is that just the timeline as it is and it's part of the timeline for Ahsoka to be pulled out 
or did Ezra, Ezra alter Ezra it? change the timeline? I'm inclined. To, I'll go first. I'm inclined to say the second. That he altered the timeline. That he altered the timeline. One because Ahsoka's portal is the only portal in the world between worlds that is different. It is a triangle with in a circle instead of just the usual circle. I don't know what that means, uh, but that's it's, it's symbology. And obviously the fact that uh, Morai is there and that yeah, weird thing. That's that, and the Morai is there being the weirdest one. Yeah. Um, and like leading Ezra to it, essentially. And then also that the fact that they fucking re... And this is like, I was re-watching it with him, and I was thinking to myself, like, like the fucking Emperor like has part of the temple rebuilt on like a Star Destroyer. With the explicit purpose of trying to get Ezra Bridger to go through it, to go back in time, I guess, or something. Why? Why does it? What does the Emperor need to go to that means for to to delete, get rid of Ezra Bridger, to like change things, whatever that means, like whatever that I don't know how, what that changes having him going back, but like what is the significance of that? Why is it so important that like he would need to do that? So. Maybe um, one of you guys has an answer to me, but I don't know. I don't have an answer. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. Um, what I have, though, is I guess we'll go to thumbs up, thumbs down, and then we can go to mm-hmm. a little bit of explanation. Um, I do want to point out, though, that you really – because I didn't have to – I wanted to throw my Thrawn thought in there real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that you get to see homage to Thrawn mm-hmm. um, and, and the Legends version of Thrawn of the heir to the empire in his yeah. office um oh yeah mm-hmm. with the i don't know how to say the it. art i don't know what Jeff was talking the, about the lizard things the lizard oh the, 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 the force sensitive yeah the, the anti-force lizard yeah things. yes yeah. Yeah. islamari or Which something I, like that it'll be interesting if they bring those in or they not. bring them in in the um but they're his like his mm-hmm. ornamentation which i think is pretty cool yeah um and they really pay homage to that now um thumbs up thumbs down real quick jack thumbs up thumbs down how do you feel about the world between worlds is it a good addition or a bad addition i love the world between worlds i think it's one of the best additions that dave filoni brought into canon uh love actually i think it could have been easily went off the rails and i think it's done with a decent amount of i think it's done well rich it's done really well thumbs up thumbs down it's cool um I got to I admittedly I I've got to watch a little bit more and get a little bit better understanding of it. Yeah, you got to watch that episode a couple times. I, yeah, like there's you just a, notice I, shit. There's I, a I have a I have a few things that I want to like and, 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 I, and we're going to see it and stuff, I really think we're like, going to see it again. I definitely think that yeah, 100%. on the Ahsoka show we're definitely going to see some stuff and I think we're going to see a live action version of that fight. Yeah, I think that'll be really cool. So oh, that would be really I think cool. The only fight. the only problem that I have with the the new timeline theory. <clears throat> there are some. There are some things. When they go in, when <clears throat> sorry, when Ezra goes into the world between worlds, you can hear Ray and Kylo and Obi Wan speaking to Ray. So like, I would. I, I wouldn't. It, I, I think wouldn't it mind. Bring, I, but I think it could change after that because wouldn't the change have happened like later? So wouldn't that be just the timeline in the moment? I don't. I don't know though. It, we don't know the rules of time we travel don't, we don't. at all. So we only know that he pulled Ahsoka out. That's to it. quote Loki like, and Doctor Who and all of these things. Yeah, but every sci-fi. But every has sci-fi has every different sci-fi, rules like, for time travel. Star- and, like, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. And the rules of time travel in Doctor Who versus yeah, Star Trek are all. incredibly different. All I was gonna say is. There's fixed points. Yeah. Okay. It's like going to kill baby Hitler. You just don't do it. Yeah, but in Star Trek, there are no fix. Star Trek doesn't have fixed points, but Doctor Who oh, does. Oh snap! He got you. Well, there. Star Trek's dumb. 
It is not dumb, but anyway, so we should move on to the other two things. His mic just stopped working, everybody. We should run into the other two things that we have to talk to about in this one episode. To answer that and close out Rebels, I mean, there's so much to cover. We want to know what you guys think of the comments, but um, World Between Worlds, thumbs up. Um, But however, I'm going to go back to all is as the Force wills it to be. Mm -hmm. Okay? Fixed points. So Ray and all them, and this kind of goes back to what Julian was saying. Though I would love to see them retcon using the world between worlds, it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. No, I, I what doubt the it's hell's the point. Like um, and then it's we get dumb. into it's just a dumb idea to get out of things. Like that's why I don't like time travel stuff. No, I'm just thinking. I th- I here's the like thing. don't get me wrong. World between worlds is great. My theory but is using it as a cop out bothers me. No, but yeah, I th- no, but I get that. weirdly enough, part of this I think all happens to do with the fact that <sighs> I don't. It, 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 it let's be all right it, it came out this one one when this episode came out did it come out after episode eight no it came out right before episode eight it came out the same year it so, came um, out like it like it literally it's almost almost in anticipation like it's almost like just in well case it was bad. yeah like it's almost like somebody who knows star wars better than most of the people that were making decisions for star wars at the time um, kind of saw the script a little bit and then built it out. So, um... <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> am I wrong? It's like one of the guys who has a decent amount of, like, power and control people sees a lot him, of the narratives. People call him, like, George Lucas Jr. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I think that guy might have been smart enough, hey, I might run this shit one day, and, like, also, like, there might... They might need the out one day. They might genuinely they need might it. They might need it. Maybe. Like, well, well, who knows? We'll see after so, the Ray movie. Uh, anyway, next. Cool. So let's yeah, move on. Okay. We've, we've got so limited time go, left, we boys. Go. we got to move on. I think we got to pick one. We got, so now Rebels actually plays into the Flash next. Forward five years. Probably Rogue, Goes right? into the next area or generations, yeah. uh, which time frames, they kind of overlap into this area. We get Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack, you have three words or less. <laughs> Oh, why Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie Three ever. It is not. You're a liar. It's not. It's I'm not. Kidding. fucking I'm not. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no. So, um, I mean, this is outside much, of the Skywalker. Yeah. I think it's it's one of the best out of the two anthology movies and the expanded universe. <laughs> like, yeah, it was better. This was Solo. Solo. I don't like Solo. I guess Clone Wars. I mean, I like Solo. No. But. So, okay. What's your um? We'll cut. Well, we can get to the nitty gritty there in a second. Yeah. Um, introduction to director Krennic. What did you think? I loved Krennic. He's I thought character. that he was one mm-hmm. of the best. Like, I love to see the fact that we got to like <clears throat> look at the the perspective of like a lower ranking imperial officer. Be careful like, not to choke on your ass. <laughs> no, he, he's so like that. Like his little the subtlety of that character, where he's not like. He's not even like a smart admiral, no. really. He just, just had he just literally a had a connection director. to Galen Erso and knew of his experiment, the type of technology. And this is that's a similar thing to like when like see like Nazi Germany fell and then like uh Operation and Paperclip. then like pa- Operation Paperclip and then the Soviets like fighting over different scientists. He just kind of had a scientist that he knew nearby and leveraged his connection to him like to, with the Empire to, you know, gain a position of prominence and piggyback off like the work of other so, other people. Like to see him get trampled like yeah. almost every step of the way in this movie, mm-hmm. I loved it. Like even the he... accent change, he's an Australian accent instead of like the typical like British one, almost like it's like less posh, like yeah. less refined in a way. Like that's a very purposeful choice as well. So like yeah, literally like every little thing that you're talking about, like So mm-hmm. so are you yay or nay on Krennic? I love Krennic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, your name, yeah, Julian. Yeah, Krennic's great. 
Okay, so Julia, what's your take? And I'm Christian. I definitely called you Julian, and I apologize. <laughs> I was just going around the circle, but uh, so what? Christian voiced his thoughts on yeah, Krennic, yeah. and uh, Julian, what are yours? I think he's great. That's, That's it. it. Just yeah, that I think, we, I think, I think he's a great character. Probably, I mean, yeah. it's just like uh, I'm not going to get too much into it, but like he's a great character. The Ben Mendelsohn is a great villain. Mm-hmm. He's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. He plays a great villain in almost everything he does. Um, yeah. And also, like, like, like. Like they said, it's it's nice to see somebody who's like in the lower ranks who really just like worked his way up from connections and and honestly just gets his ass beat. Like mm-hmm. he's a good villain that you that you just like as soon so like as soon as they're up on that watchtower and she like she like totally kicks his ass and you're like this is awesome. And and then <laughs> yeah, he dies like then, a bitch. It's great. Yeah, and he dies and he dies <laughs> like a little <laughs> bitch and he gets hit with a fucking scary. laser. He doesn't he get up like he doesn't get up and oh I'm gonna directly. he just dies. He just yeah. dies. Like it's speaking of which, but can we talk about the Death Star in this movie? Not yet. Like uh, not yet. we'll get there in a second. Uh, not yet. Okay. So Jordan, what are your Krennic, thoughts on Krennic? Krennic, I liked because you could see how it's it's just how cutthroat the Empire is. Mm-hmm. He's a yeah. great representation of the internal infighting that the Empire has the to deal with. The bureaucracy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's good. Um. He, he, I think he's a, a good different take, kind of like Thrawn is, just a different yeah. perspective mm-hmm. of a villain. Actually similar, yeah. It's mm-hmm. very similar. Um, I like that they introduced him now in uh, Bad. Bad Batch, which is cool because you get to see him in, coming up through the ranks now, hopefully. That was a weird, that was a weird cameo. That's yes. weird. weird, but it, it shows that, you know, it, was it it's Ben Mendelsohn? Yes, yeah. weirdly okay, cool. enough. It was. Cool. Um, yeah. So, see, re- all right, am I the only one who hated CGI Carrie Fisher? I think anybody um, who has no this, wait a second this trend anybody <laughs> this is, okay here's I'm gonna this is the worst put trend my hands ever. down anybody who criticizes shit like that needs to take a second and look at and realize that they have absolutely been able to completely reconstruct her for point two seconds of the movie versus the piece of shit Luke Skywalker we got in fucking Mandalorian. She looks phenomenal. She says one word, and she is fantastic. Yeah, and anybody who criticizes fair, that, I didn't fuck yourself. Hate, I didn't think she was that bad. Uh, I didn't think she was that it's bad. Just, <laughs> no, I don't know what I'm more. My problem is, is that scene's unneeded. That's Dude, more so. Like, hey, she was amazing. That scene's that's not, more so what it was. It, 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 that scene is like, it's almost like, we don't need that. It can end with the ship going off. Um, you know, and, and yeah, looking it's not off necessary. It. No, I'll tell you we why I love need it. The, we don't need hope. I will Again, tell you, like, I will, first of all, the hope's gotta be in there. Also, Tarkin fucking, Okay, one scene Tarkin like that was what I let me let me let me let me have a quick turn. Let me have a quick turn. Totally, totally right. General Tark, like everybody bitches about like Leia, but Tarkin's awful. At least Leia looked like like, Carrie Fisher. Yeah, for like a two, and she's only there for two seconds. You know what I like? No, no, no. Let me see what I. Here's here's what I like about Leia. There is the way they do it. It it almost I think they wanted to almost be like magical, like she looks, she doesn't look quite like Leia. She looks like almost like this, just like this angel vision, like almost. They wanted to really make it something like like when she looks up. There's just something cool about it, and they and I like think it's just a, got past all the gritty, and now like yes, the kind of the mythology of the original this, trilogy like, this starts clean, a little bit. Beautiful princess the after fantasy of it, like but, all the shit mm-hmm. that we just saw. Like to me, it's a transition a yeah. to how we're getting from that movie into what we're going to see now. Yeah, and, and that's even why. With the, that's I, and I and I don't. Off, I like, mean, I love the way they did it. I love the tech. Um, and, and like you brought up a good point. Like, 
the Luke Skywalker's terrible. We still loved it anyway. Mm-hmm. And like Tarkin, yeah, exactly. Tarkin looks like they got some old guy. They threw some thing on him, Although and then I they say, and then they did some weird the computers of the guy that they casted it to like be the body double for Luke Skywalker. Like, he looks. They, they should have just they, used like, his what face. What the fuck are you doing? Like, like just let the dude. Like you have a I guy see. who looks identical. Maybe he doesn't sound like him or whatever. But like, no, it's come on, it's it's AI voice. For I definitely thought they should just cast Sebastian Stan. But that's yeah, they the guy. There. No, like, but like, did you, you can see the cast he, he, characters. The, the like, guy that's that, a thing you can do. The guy looks. The, and like I like. Did all, it, I like Alden Ehrenreich as Solo. That's so, what I'm saying. I like Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo. But like that guy looks way more like Luke Skywalker, like Mark Hamill, than Alden Ehrenreich ever did, like Han uh, like, Harrison Ford. Like right. Yeah, you good. Kathleen Kennedy. I know so God. we all love oh, Kathleen Kennedy. My favorite human. I, I, we, hey, while you're out there, Greg, we stand a, a So a, Kathleen a, Kennedy <laughs> said that the reason that they the reason that they went with CGI Luke Skywalker instead of the body double is because of the hate that Solo got. Wait, what? She's so full of shit. <laughs> she she is a liar. She's a liar. Every time she talks about Star Wars, I want to leap through my computer slash television slash phone and beat the crap out of her because she's full of shit. She makes stuff up. But that, she just says shit. That was the reason that. That is okay. that, that is not right. even like that's not even like Christian's oh, literally got gone. a beer. <laughs> I, I heard his car. He's driving to Florida. Wherever he got, he got, got a beer. beer. He drank. He got a one? beer. Wait, who brought uh, beer? There's always the beer. I, I, I practically live here. I thought here. he was about to get up and get <laughs> oh, me one. So, I'll yeah. go get you a beer. Fuck I go to the wide shot. Listen, so I just don't. God, like, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that, We're like, talking about Kathleen the, Kennedy. In, Everybody needs a in beer. In an interview, she what said What did I miss? That. That's what she said. So, so, I'm sorry, I have, I'm sorry. I forgot. Okay, so I, wait, I, I literally I, deleted it from my brain. Please say again. No, uh, we, we'll, we'll, come, we'll come back to it when we talk about Solo. I want to I wanna jump back to the question that we totally just blew right past, which is the first question that you said, which is like the dumbest comment I've ever heard come out of your mouth, which is that Rogue One is the greatest Star Wars movie of all time. You're a fucking idiot. Like, have you ever seen episode <laughs> five? A little, a little like, I'm sorry. Sorry, not to... No, I'm say, sorry, that was a little I was, harsh. I was, I, let this me, is let me clearly just, the best let me, one of let, the new ones, Let me right? just say, this is, this is... No, I, I, st- mm, I come on, it's the I, best of the I, three. Uh, it's not even. Me- I mean, it's the best of the new canon. Come on, I don't know. Right. I still Let think. I still think episode seven is great. Let but, Julian cook. But here's my thing: Rogue One is is a good film, but and it's amazing, it's and, the, messy. and the story is great. It's 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 amazing. Mm-hmm. However, it is we already we already know the plot of the movie. It's a mo- it's something that we already know. Like the reason I like Solo, like not that I I like Rogue One better, but like Solo is really good because it's something is totally different. Like it's it's a character. I feel, I feel the exact opposite as you. I think the exact op. I think the same way you think, but about Solo. Like I like Solo, but it shouldn't exist. Like there's nothing in Solo that I think is needed for me to see. But like, there's okay, nothing so anyway, in a single so, moment of that movie that I needed as a Star Wars anyway, fan. So, 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 anyway, like, you knew you were getting the Kessel Run. You knew you were getting the Kessel Run, and you knew we had to be chew. You knew had to be chewy. Well, no, I know that, but like I don't know. It was just like a little bit more. I don't know. But here's the thing with like Rogue One. It is. Hands down, the best Star Wars film with the best visual effects. Yes. Oh, without a doubt. Visually, without a doubt. the most beautiful work that has ever come like, out. Genuinely. Of it blows all through the sequels it over. It blows it looks every so much better. single everything one. Away. Like, everything. And, like, the death, like, uh, uh, the fucking Star Destroyer, when it comes, and it comes out of the shadow mm-hmm. of the Death Star 
de- reflector. Dude, every dish. new design it, in that oh fucking movie. Oh my god, is great. it is amazing. K two S O is beautiful. The Imperial oh Imperial Security god. Droids, uh, Death Troopers, Sand Troopers, Shore Troopers, but, but like all those like shit. It's, like it's, it's it's they took the what they did. They had. But like they took what they did in the originals, which is like. They did models and mm-hmm. props and everything, which is like they didn't do that. Dude, in the they sequels. remodeled a new bot. Dude, the, the Star Destroyers in the final Shut battle, up. they yeah. literally did a Calm new down. model. It's like they're not instead and, of like the u- the usual model, which is like an. Imp- this is some really nerd shit, but like the instead of the usual ISD two, which is like the usual like standard issue like model of Star Destroyer, for some reason they went in like did model ones which are like only described in like books and stuff and they literally redesigned yeah, they, a whole new thing and it was so good but they, that when they, they ran out of time for episode nine for the end they decided they that all the emperor's it. ships should be the imperial model one an outdated ship from the early days of the galactic right. um, the empire thing, the, thing so. I, the thing that i like the most about it is that like with the models and the props model. and everything being real mm-hmm. is like you can tell that it's really there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's compositing, and you have to like mix it with the Death Star and sp- put everything in space. Mm-hmm. But like, when the when the when the when the Star Destroyer crashes into the shield over Scarif, that is like a real model, mm-hmm. and you can tell. Like, you can tell it's real. The explosions look real. It all looks. It looks so good. Aside from the weird Peter Cushing thing, it looks <laughs> yes, I've seen, so yeah. realistic. The lightsabers, the mm-hmm. the the space battle, the ships, the planets, the, the fight the on the beach, every fight, fight on, the, on beach. the beach is amazing. That whole so beautifully, it is that shot of the most can beautiful piece of Star Wars. Talk about the, the X-wing coming out of hyperspace, like the mounted camera, like just oh, off the center. start of the battle. That oh, was yeah. when, so good. When Carrick, well, or what's his name, is wakes like, up and sees the Death Star coming up. And he knows he's dead is great. Yeah. Oh, also finally seeing. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. When when no, when, uh, oh, Krennic, look, Krennic, when Krennic's end, yeah. laying there and he's like, oh, they're it's gonna hubris. fucking kill me. Also, the they're I gonna really fucking liked, kill me. Um, was uh, seeing the Death Star on the horizon thing. Yeah. Mm. That it, is like over you, the sun. you finally mm. get to see. They made the Death Star scary again. You, yeah, like, you finally get to see what it looks like. From, from the, the planet. planet. That's the one of the scary. That might be. That's one of the scary scenes in Star Wars. Like genuinely, like it's just all like you just see the crust like just curling towards you, like in the distance, like when they're trying to get away and they, they and have you, to like literally hyperspace like, out of it to get I'll, away. I'll make them like, for you. Yeah, like you the crust also, is dissolved, is like literally falling onto them faster than their ship is going at like with sublight thrusters. Like, this kind of breaks go- my heart for Survivor, just for records, <laughs> because like a Jetta, they're like oh poor Jetta. They're all oh, half a Jetta's okay. Spoilers still. for spoilers. I'll shut up. I'll but also, but also, like the other thing I wanted to say about that too is like, they also they also uh, did a real Gareth Edwards does a really mm-hmm. really good thing with like setting the Death Star in a like a reality that they didn't in the original mm-hmm. movies by literally flipping it upside down mm-hmm. and showing like that yeah. one shot. And I had a my mother went uh, we went with saw Rogue One and that one shot of the Death Star when it's upside down mm-hmm. in space. She goes. Is that a mistake? And I was like, no, it's in space. And so it could be in any rotation and it doesn't matter yeah. because they're orbiting a planet. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh my God, that's genius because you can show like all these different angles of all this stuff. Even the, it's like, so isn't cool. the shot when they like literally fire it down, you see it like literally hit the planet from ground yeah. level and it's literally like blocking out the sun yeah. while it's doing that. Yeah. One of, like it's a crazy one shot. One of the, uh, the things, and it plays into the upside down Star Destroyer that I really loved about this movie is like, 
the fact that it can travel through space. Like in episode four, you don't really get the feeling that it's like you get the moving. feeling that it kind of stays. You get the feeling there. that it drifts slowly. Yeah, like it's <laughs> just like stationary for the whole movie, and well, we also, happen upon it. Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga makes it canon that that they can, can like hyperspace it. travel because you 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 tap into one of your like ma- massive ships and it does like a cutscene of space and the ship just whoosh. they will never show that <laughs> they <laughs> would never show that they in will a movie never but that would be that. Sick I guarantee if you. they did that there's no that way to edit that would be terrifying <laughs> if that like you're on the planet surface and it's just like <laughs> there's well, the they, death there star was a, there was a tiktok a visual effects tiktok of somebody who was like who was like point of view from Alderaan and it was a, it was like you're looking at a lake and they look up into space and all of a sudden you just hear and the Death Star literally warps in and then fires the beam. It's, it's like the really silence iconic after. They introduce in here. It's like, like it's a Jetta. Uh, but even Scarif, I think Jetta and Scarif, Scarif are like awesome. really yeah. good. What were you uh, saying? Yeah, I, I like say it's like the about. silence though. Like when you get the atomic bombs, they said that because it just vacuums all mm. the sound mm-hmm. away. It's just like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's exactly why they go to the Scarif thing when they have it. It's yeah. supposed to harken to like the yeah. like the Pacific Theater and like the Pacific Theater. Yeah, exactly. And and. Which is cool because like that's the first time Star Wars, Star Wars has always like leaned into like the kind of the, the ger- like the European theater a lot of the time for like their inspiration. But they have that was like the first time they leaned into like the more of the Pacific. What I liked about Rogue One and why my opinion of why it's the greatest Star Wars movie of all time <laughs> is um, biased and per- you know my perception fave, yeah. um, is is because it's a war movie. It's not. I and thought, I talked about I this in previous episodes. Attack of the Clones was the best movie of all time. That's the best main Skywalker saga movie of all. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so this is outside Star Wars anthology film. Jackass. Yeah. Continue. Continue. Um, or show, whatever depiction. The is because it's a war movie and everybody dies. It's. I mean, I do. Yeah, I mean, okay. So I'm. I'm a huge fan of the old war movies. Like, so you know, Dirty Dozen, Magnificent Seven, which is obviously a western, but yeah. all the old war movies. And and it is when I remember when they were making Rogue One, and I think you and I talked about it. I'm like, when it, we heard it was coming out, I'm like, they're gonna they're gonna Dirty Dozen this thing where pretty much everybody's gonna die because they have to die because. Because otherwise, why aren't we? Wouldn't we ever see these characters and yeah. well, fighting the rebellion? Rogue One so, gave me such a false sense of security. <laughs> you know, like going for it. Like, because I was like, oh my god, they did two. Disney did two good Star Wars movies that I kind of enjoy, like in a row. <laughs> like, 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 they actually understand. This? They did seven, wow. and then um, they did Rogue One, ten and then they were later. like, hey, here's it's episode like, eight. And you're like, fuck. It's like, I fuck. like how we've talked about I, Rogue I love One how for like 45 oh minutes now, and we haven't even mentioned like a character. No, I was about to do that real quick. I do love how. Actually, not I forgot it. <laughs> move on, move on. I was just going to say, I honestly don't think we have enough time to talk the, about. We talked about yeah, the Yeah, what, what are we at time-wise? Uh, we are at an hour and five minutes. Yeah. We got about ten little minutes little to so, speed through so. Solo. So, well, well that, I don't think there's do, much time to waste on that anyways. Today, I think we'll Listen, we'll do Solo, solo is simple. Time. Solo is simple. It was not a good movie. A good movie. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I, I will they, talk about it at a later date. We have to talk about it at a later date, but I will tell you it's that an unnecessary I, I, movie. I, it's an unnecessary movie. Maybe the next episode fine, we'll talk there's about. There's a lot solo of problems in Solo, but there's also a lot of there is a lot of good stuff. It's in like solo. a Marvel I agree. movie. There's a lot of stuff in Solo that I actually enjoy. Chewbacca's I think it's a very great. Fun movie. The relationship, the building of the relationship between Han and Chewie is amazing. That's just the, like the, also the okay. Let, really, we finally really got the Chewie that we always knew was out there. We finally get to see that freaking Chewie. Also, really quick, real quick, and I just want to make this point because this is my. Favorite part about the entire solo movie is the scene where Chewie and Han meet each other. Yeah, that's yes. a really good scene. It is shot like a horror film. Yes. Yeah, he go- and it's the he comes out of the shadows and you're like, yeah, I think that's, an, that's an adequate introduction for the two. Characters. It is yeah. done so well, and like honestly, 
as much as everybody gives shit to Alden Ehrenreich, he played that character. He did. He's he very played so well. I have very little issue with that good. character. He's not. He doesn't sound or look anything like Han Solo, if I'm being honest. But well, he, no, but, but, but he, he, he captures, captures the character. The attitude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He captures the aura, the which best, is what's most important. There is two castings in that movie that really set it into not completely yeah. worth not seeing. To a, okay, I would watch this, um, is... Uh, Donald Glover as Lando. Yeah, he's oh, good. Too. Oh, he, was he was fantastic. fantastic. He was so yeah. good. They could not have picked a better actor. Yeah. No, no, I he's think the, he, he's got the, the best voice down. Actors. He got yeah. the swagger he down. He got, also, he got like the, the costume design. Was so good. Yeah. Just, and then oh, you can't yeah, go wrong. That, that, by, I do like the costume design in that movie quite I, a bit. I thought um, Amelia Clark as Kira. Kira. She could have given him more to do. I thought but, that uh, was a cool storyline that they kind of just tossed away. Like we was, never was a great casting because you well, get to make see the, the Han they, before they, Leia. You get to I, see I, the I'm relationship gonna, that's there. Fucking, but, yeah, and no. then the cameo. <laughs> the cameo that was amazing and made the whole movie for me because he is my favorite Sith Lord. Oh, and that Darth is Maul. Darth Maul. And, and that, was, did, that was so random. Again, Fuck all with that. That was so random. A great cameo and a well, great they needed a, they needed a scapegoat. They never did anything. Well, I think they it. killed and, it because so, you re- Solo is now the Lucasfilm scapegoat. Everything bad that is associated with Star Wars is somehow associated with with Solo. It doesn't have to do with the movie that made every Star Wars fan upset six months prior to a different Star Wars film. It has to do with the film that you released afterwards. I thought, suffered I think the consequences of it. Right? Am I wrong? Like Solo did not make money because it was a Solo movie and because like. They put a different Han Solo in it. Solo didn't make money because the fans were upset. That's why Solo didn't make money. I and it was six months later, so the casuals didn't care that much to go yeah, see the Star Wars Yeah, I get Wars that. Solo, yeah, six Solo, months later. Solo did not do as well because it came out right Also, that's just like a Marvel movie, too, if I'm being honest. That shit's like Black Widow. Yeah, like that's just yeah, like, yeah. Like I can that's, get you know what I mean. That. Like it's, it a, it's like this random ass the... ten years ago. It's a, it's unneeded if that makes sense. Like well, yeah, when you, you know, made, I always like, make the joke the Republic that movie, or you could have done... Solo is the um, Santa Claus has come to town of things Here's because everything Here's in the movie is like. Oh, so that's how Han Solo got his dice. Here's the Millennium Oh, Falcon. so that's <laughs> where his name uh, came yes, from. Important oh, so that's where he got the... Everything in that movie is like... I can't believe they made the dice like, a, a is this, Like, literally, they should have said, oh, so that's why he has pants with a red stripe. Like, everything Yellow. in that movie well, me, is like... Me, I'm doing my way like, like, There's too let, much of that. Let, like, uh, a couple of them would have been yeah. fine, but it's like nine things. Like, like and there there are some really, really cool, like, things about that movie that I genuinely do like, which is like Paul Bettany. Is a, is a really yeah, good like character. He's really and good. also the just the opening just the opening sequence when he and Kira are trying to escape. Yeah. That's, from, that's a good thing. What's her name? Mother Mother The Weird Snake. Something. Yeah. She's a yeah. slug person. Like that's slug an person, awesome yeah. scene. Like mm-hmm. an intro and it literally like the also yeah, the, the, cool. the title you card at the beginning that says children are taken from their homes and become smugglers and this and this. Like that's all really cool like world building stuff and then they get this great chase scene and then they get separated. Him and Kira get separated in the in the like space airport, and it's like really really cool. And the then he's like, airport. and he's like, <clears throat> he's like, it's what's your name? What's your name? Your name? And he goes, I don't have Han, a name. What's your last name? I don't, I don't have, have one. one. Solo. Solo. That to that me was awful. like boo. You just had this amazing sequence where his yep. girlfriend got taken and all of this shit went down. And it was crazy. Yeah. Like oh my god, it was awesome. And then they were like. Oh, by the way, he's Han Solo. Let me do my real quick, really, very, very quick. I just have to do my very quickly episode 
by, by episode, or actually, I don't even know the word for it. I episodically shit on the sequels very quickly. <laughs> I still can't Fuck. believe that they, in fucking episode eight, they, they, the dice, the dice <laughs> th this thing that is just set dressing. It is literally not mentioned. It is not even, I, I doubt the dice is even mentioned <laughs> by, in, by any character. Even, even in the novelization, I guarantee dice, you, okay, it's not mentioned. Like, it just hangs there, and they make it this, like, like Luke hands it to Leia. It's like, this is Hans. Hey, he don't you remember? Girlfriend. Were they ever like, really? Wait a second. So I have a question. Were the, were the dice ever actually in the original? Yes. Yeah, so they're, they're just hanging there. there. They're yeah, nothing. Yeah, you can barely just, see them. I know why the dice. I know why the dice are there. The dice. They're a reference to an earlier movie. No, they're they're a reference to American Graffiti. American Graffiti. Because he had, because he had dice now. hanging from his pickup truck uh, they were in American so Graffiti. That's all it is. Like they were so, so important. Han George Lucas dice. probably got up and yelled at the screen when he saw it. <laughs> Look, he did. I don't think George Lucas has ever. So watched I don't that think movie. we need to talk about Solo in another episode. Yeah, I think we just no, finished it. We just finished right, it. Let's do the Rogue One characters. Let's right. do that. Best Rogue One character. All of them. In my all opinion. Really. Is Jen Erso, hands down. I think, I think she's Shira is the best. Oh, Chirrut. I think I'm on the. I'm I on like Jin. I think Jin's cool. Jin's story is cool because Jin is kind of like the every person who's kind of like not uh, accepting like the reality of like the universe around them. And again, like there's a great line, and I wish that they explored this into Jin a little bit more. Um, where they, you can like stand to see like imperial flags like rain across the galaxy, and Jin's answer is, "It's not a problem if you don't look up." And that's a way that like I know people in real life that think like that about like the voting and just like just like you know, I'm not to get too political in the weeds, but like about that sort of thing. Like that's a very real feeling that a lot of people have when they're like dissatisfied with like the world around them. Um, and instead of fighting back, they kind of shrivel up. They kind of become selfish and that's her story is you know like opening up and then like you know believing in something again and then like you know dying for a cause in that movie yeah is so good. i mean yeah he hints at so much that a bit that they now dove into in like extremely like uh great ways obviously um with andor um but even like then you have like Chirrut. oh yeah you can go yep no I, that, that's all i had to say i just love diego luna in that yeah uh but then you have k you have k2so who's like probably might be the best droid like Jay, like him and Chopper, like it's like it's... him, Chopper, and R two would have a field day. Honestly, the field. they need a little buddy cop movie. <laughs> oh no, I, I I'm really excited if we get more B. I think man. I think K two S O. Oh, B is good too. Yeah, there's they've got some really except for that freaking BBA. Yeah. Fuck him. Chirrut though. Chirrut is amazing. Chirrut, I just Jedi and Chirrut kind of fill in for the the lack of like lightsabers. I guess if you want to call it but in the I movie. Think yeah. That's why I don't like him. It's no, but I like the... it's a different, like, it's a different sub. I actually kind of like, one of the few things I like with the Disney canon is the expansion of, like, what the Force means to, like, different. It's more of a religion so than yeah, it is. Yeah, and that's what Jedha was so cool because it was, like, it's a Jerusalem-esque, like, oh, like sure. mixture of, like, yeah. but even instead of, like, three religions, like, in our world, it's, like, just, like, dozens and dozens of Force-centric religions with all their temples and, like, all these different old ancient like you would buildings see this and statues, there and like, like on top, like, built on, a, on top of one another. Like, it's this incredibly culturally, like, rich world that you barely spend any time on, yet it feels so alive. And then, then you introduce, like, modern elements, yeah, like, the... the like, like really, like the more um, like radical, like type rebels, like with the saw, uh, saw, saw partisans. Like that's a really like lived in, uh, like 
real feeling like place. And Shiro is like kind of is like this. Uh, he's a force sensitive, like who, who follows one of these religions, and he's kind of able to use. He's not like, force. Yes, he is. He's force. Shiro is very 100%. yes. Shiro is one hundred percent force sensitive. Not every force sensitive is a Jedi and can use the force. No, Some, I just like, think there's he just was. I think, can... I think he was just. A, I thought he was just a monk. No, I think they see he has a level of force sensitivity. That's what the, the lasers going around him are. That's kind of why he's able to the, use he's blind and has enhanced but I thought senses, that, that type of but thing. But I thought that that was the point of his character, was that he wasn't force sensitive, but no, because no, no, he was he blind, is, he, he was like a able little to bit figure of... it out. Like, I thought that was the, that was, they literally, okay, I, I, this is the one thing I, I guess have to come, different, like, this is the one thing I have to combat you on, mm-hmm. is that he literally says, I'm, I, I don't have the force, but mm-hmm. the force is here and I know how to use it. Like he literally says that he's not a force sensitive person. Mm-hmm. He just and he because he talks about the. Does he Jedi. say that or does he well, say he I'm says, not a are Jedi? You a Jedi and he says he's not a Jedi. Yeah, he's not a Jedi. No no I don't think he says he's not. He says there are no Jedi here, which I like that because oh, there it, are no Jedi here. That's right. Yeah. He does say. Yeah, that. Yeah, so I like that because it's like that. I'm not opens saying up he has a high world. level because yeah, we always assume everybody has. Everybody has a little bit. And the new canon is made like maybe he just has slightly more than the average person. Yeah, and the Bendu is force stuff in the new canon, and the Night Sister magic is now like new magic yeah and they stuff. wield the dark so, side of the so they've, force. In, they've introduced a lot of different like kind of different manipulations of, of the force it, like, other than just the so, Jedi in this, head, I, so this is just off of google yeah okay this is my source um sure was not force sensitive he just had a deeper connection to the force he was okay. like a just he's more like a Buddhist that essentially just means force, force sensitive, sensitive. Yeah. 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 i don't know what the difference is no it's like it's either it's half dozen or six i'm not sure what the difference no what i mean by that no i know you're just reading i know specific kind of subsection he will a deeper connection to the force it's like being at a higher sense of enlightenment with the buddhists that's okay. the way I, I guess maybe it. I can see it. I can yeah, see. It. I, guess I, so. I, hate I just that. I never like, viewed him as a force sensitive person. I, I just viewed him as somebody who literally, because yeah. of his disability, had trained himself to use the uh, essentially the well, similar level of kind of like Kanan. Almost like it, yeah, but Kanan has the force. Well, there are I mean, a couple random for like, it's even like there's an uh, a saying, an idea that Jin Urso's mother is like force sensitive. Like, she that's has a, a kyber crystal. Well, she has a kyber crystal necklace, and I think there's something in the novelization. I think there's a yeah, little bit that alludes cool towards too. it as well. So I think there's, a, I think there's a level of like having these like level of characters that are because again, being force sensitive doesn't necessarily. There are force sensitive who technically can't like, you know, harness the the force necessarily. And you can also because he you, kind of only used like I know I don't know I have no idea what the fucking. Uh, the lasers going around him thing is that's never been explained by anything really beyond that like the force just like you know uh just, just, yeah, just yeah just beyond the force just literally like changed, all is like, is the it, force wills it to be literally yeah 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 like that that's literally what he's i don't know if he's what if you have to channel something for that i don't know what it that was i the only is. person in this room who thought that Chirot's staff was gonna be a lightsaber at some point no i didn't i, I, I thought, I thought was... that would have cheapened it like you know what I mean? Like if it, I didn't think they I would pull like, a like Jedi out of, of there. What are the, um, I was surprised they put Vader in this. So Praetorian guard, or at least the, the lightsaber, at least. So, sorry. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like one of the Praetorian guard. Um, yeah, I thought I didn't think it was gonna like, be like a lightsaber. lightsaber pike, I thought it would be like, like one laser, of those like vibro sword or something things. like yeah. that. Oh, I see. Yeah, mm-hmm. purple yeah. staff things that the like the 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 electro the electro staffs yeah. that you get in Mandalorian or or in Fallen Order or that kind of or you like um. What's his name? Which bodyguard? Yeah. Magna Guard's body. <laughs> God. So, Julian nope. and his. Nope. <laughs> look, so. That one's favorite character. Look, Blaze Malvis. I think. I think <laughs> he had so much to do in the story. I think the um <laughs> the best scene of the movie, besides them all dying, um is wow that's dark. All right, well, it, because it shows that there's real consequences, but is um Vader. The, the well, scene yeah. that, mean, was, that, that was that was directed. That's, the, that's by part of Dave the reason Filoni that the movie did get, so well. You get horror 
in Star Wars this way. And I, to, I think that a Star Wars horror movie, and I we've talked about this a little bit before, but a Star Wars horror movie would just work wonders. I would for love me. that. Was so high on my bucket movie. list of things I wanted to see of just Raider of a Raider of Vader just tearing through like this, never did, like though. just every everyday rebels. You know what I mean? Like, and it was so it was so <laughs> it was done cool. so well. Let me uh, let me. It really is. It really is a fan service moment. It yeah. really is. Oh, yeah. for sure. But, but, I'm not it's mad about not, it. but it works, though. It's not necessary. I yeah. mean, it's it, it's there because they wanted to be like, hey, you want to get everybody excited for the last 10 minutes of the movie? But it's it just is, like, it's executed mm-hmm. so well with the dark hallway. And then as the lightsaber turns on, you get that beautiful... But it also builds up to the so desperateness good. of the ending. Yeah. Well, and that, like, also, they got to get the fuck the out of there and then, with like, the They barely get it away. Um, you know? And then also... It really shows how fucking close they were yeah. before episode four. Yeah. Like, not only does that movie end, like, 15 minutes before episode four, but he was there. Him and Leia were, like, me to my car away. Yeah. Right. And he was right there on top of her. And yeah. then... And, and just then... remember this, Michael Flynn. That back to charge Vader like a battery. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, Jack, Michael. Jack, go ahead, though. You wanted to say something. Uh, uh, I wanted to... Uh... Deep dive into my into our uh, most knowledgeable source, TikTok, real quick. Where um, <laughs> shots fired. Where uh, like a stormtrooper. There though. was I saw a TikTok and it was like, can we discuss how uh, how um, <laughs> petty Vader is that he turned off his lights on his chest piece so oh, that he yeah. wouldn't get seen in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. He's not breathing during that moment. He's waiting. Yeah. He just held his but breath. he is because you hear him. Yeah, no, that is true. He just it's, turned off the lights. So there's night, no it, night mode, stealth mode. Okay. Yeah. It's, that is, but that's like scene, a, you know? that's like a, that is something that you have to be like, <laughs> damn it. Cause then you're that like, it wouldn't make sense for him to turn it off. Like he can't survive without it being turned off, especially in Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan smashes it and he like immediately is. <laughs> so it's like, maybe he just put some black gaffers tape on it. Yeah. You know, like, you know, about black gaff on it. And then, well then in the next <laughs> shot, it's lit up. Yeah. So it's he like, tape off. turned it off. He just went in. He just went Wait, sleep mode. <laughs> Shit. Like, <laughs> Um, we just battery didn't see. Saving they, were, they were doing a shot of the rebels when he turned it back on, so we just didn't see that part. It's in the deleted scenes. Um, in the deleted scene, the... he's like, <laughs> he's got a little Click. switch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I love, I love little Fuck things like that. Fuck you, TikTok. Glow in the dark, glow in the dark Vader. All right. Um, yeah. Space battle in this, because like, let's be okay. Because this is a, a kind of relates to the sequels again, but like. I know I always bring it back to this, but like we have this, but like I but, will say, but like why is like the space only battle. space battle done by the Disney like like Disney Star Wars in Rogue One? Why is this the only one? I like seven. seven bring up seven a hammerhead Corvette, and there's like four scenes. There's like four scenes in that that make up the space battle in Episode Seven. There, like there is, there's three shots of them flying around above, and then there's one shot of Poe going into the thing. It's like there's very be, little going on. Yeah, there it's is. Like, gotta be episode to the six plot. has episode eight has none basically. It has the, it the, has the, the space is barely a fight. 
Like it's just a chase the most of the time. Well, like they don't count. Like also, like for we're episode, just not talk episode, about all the bombers. episode five. No, that's not a this. that is not a we fight. We don't talk about, we don't the talk about the that's, that's not a fight. That has no. to be like it has to be. I need something to be coherent for it to be considered like a fight. And like that doesn't involve bombers like standing still, like like miles in front of the thing, and a sneak attack like getting attacked before the sneak could even get there. Like like it needs to be some level of like of coherence. And then for you me get Exegol at nine. And Exegol yeah, is yeah. not a fight either. That's just a bunch of ships flying around in a void. I very much like Exegol just. Because like was it was, I just it was emotional. It's a rush for me. job. Like it's a rush job. It's a bunch of ships flying around with horses. a background. Like the entire, I mean, the entire movie's a but rush yes, job. But yes, Rogue so One did like, have an but... amazing space battle. It did. I and think it, it really did. It's the best one. Because well, there's multiple battles all going on at the same time. And it's so legend Yeah, like but the, it's all the Hammerhead Corvette, the new Moncala ship that they added. It reminds me of the 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 battles in Episode Six. It is 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 very similar to like. <clears throat> the battles in yeah, that's the one a lot of the other films, especially like in episode one, there there are four different things happening at the same time, and none of them are really affecting each other. They're all just they're like we've created four plot points and we need to take them all down at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you've got the droids, you got the gungans, you've got the you've got the uh, they're going uh, the Padme and uh, Padme and then uh, yeah. So you got them taking down the droid ship, you got the Gungans, you got Padme, and then you got Darth Maul. Like, those are the four things that are happening, but none of them are really related to each other other than the fact that, like, Newt Gunray is, like, in charge of everything. Yeah, I think all the thing in the sequels but, is more similar to the, the Episode 1 stuff, which I think is one right. of the weaker that's, well, that's actual, what I was about to like, say. space battles. Because, again, it's just a bunch of guys say, like, flying around fight. until the thing needs to blow up that needs to blow up. Right. Whereas, well, at least for the Death Star... Like in episode four, you have the trench. Well, like yeah, that's a, that's a built-in to the designed thing right. that like makes it longer, extends it beyond just having people flying around. Right. right. Well, that's Actually the thing I wanted cook. to say about about the, the Rogue One thing is like everything that everybody's doing is to achieve one goal, which is to break the barrier to yeah. get everybody in there and buy time and, and, and get and, the plans and out. Get the plan. Well, to get their their people. It's very in tactically to get the plans like out. like like that's yeah. what the whole point of that is is to shut down the shields to beam the stuff out that's like the whole point and so every single fight that happens even even the fight with krennic like on the tower is literally she's still trying to do the same thing Mm -hmm. it just happens that like he just gets in the way because the goal is the same no matter what and to bring up the point too is like even like the pilot i can't think of the pilot's name um Bodhi. he's on the ship and he's scared he's scared but he he knows he knows he's gonna die. He get out a little. He bit knows that the go connect to the terminal thing. He's got to run the long cord out there, and it reminds me of like, you know, Saving Private Ryan or one of those war movies. He just knows he's gonna die. Like it, it, it's right out of Dirty Dozen. Like it, yeah, it's got. He's got TNT. Like, and he's like, because remember they, they're gonna get. A, and he's like, oh. And I do like all the characters. And, and like no, no, but let me finish. I mean, I just, stuff. I think like, so you brought up a really good point about the war movie thing. But I really like the desperate of all these characters knowing that they they have to do this. Like the pilots, that the, what is it? Blue squad? What's the squadron that makes Gold it squadron. in? Gold squadron. Gold? No, the one. No, blue makes it in. The blue, blue makes it in. Down. And that's Gold a nod the... that they couldn't do blue because of blue screening. Yep. But the, the the blue squadron, they know they're not getting out. Like it, it's there's a really cool thing about that that all these guys and none of them have the force and they're all doing this stuff because it just has to be done. So, I know you guys want to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Be, I'm, be, I'm being called to do a, a bunch of work stuff, and, and I, I got, I gotta go because okay. I leave in the morning. So, 
Oh, yeah. Um, so here, real quick, Julian, you want to hit us with the question of the day then uh, as we conclude our talks of Rogue One? Uh, well, we've talked Rogue One, Solo, and, and, and Rebels. Holy shit, that, yeah, we talked we about Rebels too. This is a long episode. So question of the day. If if you had to pick like a uh, 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 God, the word's not even coming to my mind. If you had, so I want to know. You know what? Here's the question of the day: is I want to know your opinion on the world between worlds, and also what like if if they do bring it into the live action Ahsoka show, what do you want to see happen? Because I would love, because like I have my theories of like if they did do that, I would want to see certain things happen. So if they did bring in world to, between worlds into Ahsoka. What's your opinion on bringing it into live action? Are you excited for it? And what would you want to see get changed if they did do that? And Christian's going to say, Rick on the sequels, but no. <laughs> I don't so know. I have no. Just tell us your opinions in the yeah. comments. Also, really, They're really, really quick, that, I just want to plug for those who have been watching since the last time we did a podcast, we're now releasing uh, full playthroughs of Jedi Fallen Order and Survivor on the YouTube and the Twitch channel, 760 The Attack Legion on both. So go ahead and check those out because I'm reacting to that game and it is fucking insane and so it is probably funny. one of the best Break things it. ever. So please go check those out. We would love for you to meet us there and also follow us on TikTok. Yeah, so follow us on TikTok. We want to thank uh, Emerge Studios again. As always, Amaranto Media, as well as WCBPRadio.com. B-I-C-B-P. Radio. I always say it wrong. I, like w. I a lot of letters in there. The network. B-I- network. Yeah, the network. We're going to thank the network. I apologize to all those, Matt, um, out there. And uh, TikTok, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, uh, all the networks. Vine? Are we on Vine? We're not on Vine. Reddit. <laughs> um and uh look, look out discord for us. We're trying to hit a thousand followers on tiktok so go out there Truth. and follow us so we can go live There's with you yes gab and uh <laughs> as always may the force be with you bye see ya fortune